This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Delaney. So what? Welcome along. Start of another week of... Is it the start of another week? I don't know. Um, isolation, lockdown, fear. Uh, Rig time. Fucking hell. How are you coping with it? Rig-a-geddon. Rig-a-geddon. Uh, there well, it is. It's, it's, it's like I've said before, I, I just... Um, I don't mind being at home and hanging out with with my family and taking it easy and wearing sort of rig wear every day. That yeah. that's all great, but I I'm really at the moment I'm my anxiety is creeping back, but not about the bigger picture stuff. Like mm. I'll know what's going to happen. My anxiety seems to be affecting me over small things. I think I talked about it already. It's like it's when you've got like an elderly relative, parent or grandparent or whoever mm. it is, who will call you repeatedly about a small problem that they are facing in their life. Yeah. Most people have this with their parents or grandparents. Mm-hmm. Um, my mum used to have these uh, elderly relatives. They were like cousin, her mum's cousins, and she sort of was very close to them. And they would call, they called up my mum like nonstop about the most trivial things. And we used to laugh about it. So like they, they were yeah. called Miriam and Margaret, these cousins, right? These two old women who lived together in uh, Wealdstone. And they would ring up and say stuff like, oh, oh, it'd be 6am. Oh, we left it as late Jesus. as we could, but we haven't slept all night. We haven't slept all night with, with worry. And my mum would go, well, what is it? And they'd go, there's a hedgehog in our garden. And she'd go, <laughs> oh, yeah, and, no. and that would be it. There was a hedgehog in our garden, right? And we used to laugh about how neurotic they were and the things they'd worry mm. about. And now I get it with my parents and my parent and my in-laws. But I feel that that's what I'm becoming in that any small um, problem that mm-hmm. usually while I'm busy, I could just like I talked about this in the last podcast, actually, which just goes to show. So I'm proving my point. I'm still mm-hmm. talking about the same issues. Just like get hung up on it. Just get sit around, wake up in yeah, the night worrying about a small thing, not worrying about global pandemic, the end of civilization, you know, the collapse of the economy or any of the other things. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not, I'm trying to avoid the news anyway. It's more like some sort of administrative oversight that I've made or something like that, and I'm like, oh no, maybe that's like some kind of like wider existential crisis that you're having, and that your your, your psyche's taken. Obviously, you've got to be worried about what's going on in the wider world because mm. you you'd be fucking deluded not to be. But you're yeah. trying not to be, and it's just manifesting itself in um, these smaller yeah. little micro worries that you've got. Well, there's a shrink I see uh, once every three months, right? Mm. Um, he is quite expensive, right? He's Ooh. up the priory. And up the priory. <laughs> he's up, up the, the priory. priory. 
Yeah, I live right near the Priory, right? Oh, you said before, so yeah. I've talked about before. I turned myself in there when I needed to give up drink, and they helped me. It's like you right? caught a shop, really, isn't it? It is, it's yeah. Like head in. problems. I'm, de- I'm just popping up. I'm feeling a bit mental. I'm just popping up the Priory. I'll be back in a minute. I'll put me right. Get, Don't worry. I've got, to get, I've got to get them to give me a bash round the head, not the brain back into position. <laughs> anyway, this geezer, I really like him. He's a top bloke. Um, and But he's really expensive, see, because mm. he's one of these top guys. And uh, to be honest, I can't even remember why I ended up going to see him. But I like him. But I only see him once every three months, partly because of the expense. So it's like a check-in, so he can sort of check up on how mad he feels that Just I am. Like getting his car serviced twice a year. Exactly. Yeah. And he's—I know because I've read up on him that he is regard highly regarded, right, as one mm-hmm. of the top blokes. Um, but it's interesting to watch him in action because I will sit down with him just for half an hour mm. and he will rarely ask me about my state of mind. He will throw me curveballs about other things, right? Um, he'll ask me strange questions to do with mm. my life and I see him taking notes and I always assume that the notes are quite dark or scientific, <laughs> like, you know, display signs of a, yeah. <laughs> of a dangerous ego. <laughs> Right, something like that. <laughs> Sociopath? Question mark. It's probably claims just, to be Britain's best journalist. It probably just <laughs> says mental level eight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, this is what I think he's writing. But then, like the weirdest things will happen, like because he'll bring something up that is so that he's obviously taken notes about, like a year beforehand. Right. Yeah. Like he might say something like so. So how's that uh, podcast you were doing with Cass Pennant, your man Cass Pennant, <laughs> or something like that? You know, like just some weird project yeah. that I've mentioned in passing. And um, uh, but then he seems Does to he know what about he's me, doing. Sam? Mostly, it's about you. Thank you. Makes me draw pictures of you. He holds up flashcards with does your he, face on. Does he? Does and then he, he want, and then he flashes he... it away and replaces it with a picture of like a pair of tits or something. <laughs> and then he fires questions while has he, he's uh, doing has it. He, has he asked you for free tickets to Minshew's shows yet? <laughs> your man Andy Darson is an interesting character. Doing really well for himself there. And the other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> How does that make you I, feel? I mean, I've, I've listened to your one a couple of times, but the one he does with your man, Bob Martimer, it's a great bloody... I'm doing his accent. That's how he, he is Irish. It's, it's a great bloody podcast. I mean, it's genius. It's a work of genius. That one's just more like swearing. I saw that... You know, uh, it's more kiddie stuff. I saw that piece about his podcast in The Guardian Guide. Somehow you were in there. What is that about? <laughs> how did you manage that? Was that a power play, was it? You know the pitch register on The Guardian Guide, do you? You're ashamed something of that. Funny, something funny's be. going... Something funny's going on there. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, I knew this Delaney, he, he, he carries a lot of shame around with him and I can see why. <laughs> I'm like, you're not helping at all. I've just anyway. put your mental level up to nine. Talking of flashcards, the only, I mean, obviously, as you know, I am scrupulous in my um, observation of the core tenets of journalism. Right. Mm. However, there is there is one black mark uh, where okay. one of the only times, the only time I the decided, I decided to put my journalistic principles to one side uh, yeah. in order to get a cheap laugh, and and of course that's not like me, right? One time. Okay. But but we had the guy who was like, I think he was like interim or briefly leader of UKIP, 
Paul Nuttall, you'll remember him. Yes. Weird Scouse bloke, right? Mm-hmm. The bald fellow, wasn't he? he? He looked like Adrian he, Edmondson in bottom. Yeah, that's him. Anyway, he came on He came oh, right. on um, Sam Delaney's news thing. Currently rested. Clip, I'll share it. Uh, <laughs> currently rested current affairs show. Yeah. Investigative current affairs show, I think you'd call it. <laughs> anyway, what we did was, for the interview... I can't remember how I convinced him of this, but it was amazing the things that you just... Once politicians are sat in front of a camera uh, that you ask them to do, and they I just do. I remember this. <laughs> so I said, we've designed a psychometric test for you to <laughs> to assess whether or not you are fit for office, and we want you to undergo it now. And he said, okay. So then we got the prop man to pull out this fucking hat we'd made out of a colander, a kitchen colander, which yeah. we'd attach, lo- attach wires and flashing lights to, <laughs> which we convinced him to put on his head. Yeah. And we connected the wires to a computer and made out that we could sort of read his brainwaves. And yeah. then I basically fired loads, of, I fired loads of questions at him. And in the middle of me asking him all of these questions, which were designed to assess whether or not he was mentally fit to govern... Mm. I held up some flashcards, like in the traditional style of a shrink. Mm. And I held up one. (laughs) I held up a few. You know, like the ink blot ones. I held up a few. And he's like saying what he thinks they are. And then I held up one. And it was a cock and balls that I had drawn, right? In the traditional schoolboy manner. Of course. Was this uh, lines of spunk emerging from the tip of the cock? emanating from the crown. And I, I... you know, it was in. I was doing everything very fast, right? Mm. And so I'd shown him all these other cards, and suddenly I flashed out, and he was answering really fast, getting really into it. And we'd made the noise make all, the hat make all sound effects. <laughs> and I fucking held up this card, and it was a cock and balls. And he looked at it, and he went, a cock and balls. But then what I did was, because the show was pre recorded, I cut myself in, turning to the camera, holding a different card. And the card was just of a, a mother duck and its baby ducks following it in a line. And I just looked, I held it out to the camera and sort of shrugged as if to say, oh. bit weird. I showed him this picture of a duck and he thought it was a cock and balls. Um, so maybe, I don't know, he, he, he didn't last as leader for very long. Maybe that contributed towards it. I've just found the clip and I'm going to tweet it out later on. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a, it was one of out. my... Although it was not, you know, by the book journalism, I no. thought I was performing a public... In, Successive UKIP leaders I invited on and belittled with pranks. You did, and didn't you? You did I felt like I was doing a public service. You could have had your journalism license revoked for that one. The nuttle one. Do you, you know lucky. what? They let me keep it because they knew that, yeah, I'd bent the rules, but it but was, was in public interest. Because that where there was no way we could let that man's career flourish any further. I've just found that, that clip. And then up next on YouTube is Paul Nuttall's New Year's message for 2017. Weird. <laughs> when he was the UKIP leader. And he appears to be Better just... put out my New Year's message. Everyone will be waiting yeah, for it. I think he's just in a field. I'm trying to find it. That's Here I am in a great British field. Yeah, I think he's on the White Cliffs of Dover. <laughs> the sort probably. of field that Brussels... If Brussels have their way, it won't be a field for much longer. It'll be a concrete car park occupied by Romanian junkies. <laughs> It's not even a field, it's just a bit of grass with a path going through the middle of it. I don't know where he is. But uh, it got 2,689 views. So, you know, big time. Uh, anyway, the shrink is... His, his secretary's got in touch and said, mm. you've got your three-monthly appointment, men, uh, mental assessment. Is this now? Mad, is this, this happening now? Ma- 
No, it's not now. Oh, Madness right. assessment. Yeah. No, this is he's it's booked in apparently, and he said, oh, right. and I'd forgotten about it, and she's gone. Do you want to do it on Skype or phone call? Right. And I haven't replied yet because the thing is, it's really expensive. You want a discount? It's going to be on I'll, Skype. I'll have to pay him. Yeah, you want a discount yeah. if it's Skype. Could you? This what this is building up to is: Could you operate on my behalf as a as a conduit between myself and the shrink's secretary to sort of negotiate a deal? <laughs> I'm Mr. Delaney's representative, so you're basically terrified of the shrink and his secretary. <laughs> yeah, and you need someone to try and negotiate. I need for someone you. to deal with them for me. Because I don't know, man. I don't know whether I want to cut him loose because there's every chance that my madness levels could increase in the coming weeks and then yeah. I might need him. I don't want to be ringing him up and him going, no, fuck off. Where were you? Where were you on your three-monthly appointment when I offered to do it on Skype and you were like, fuck that. I can't afford it. Now you come crawling to me because you've gone absolutely fucking bananas and like I knew you fucking would. You know what I would do if I were you? I would forget about including me in it. I would just pay the full price and do it on Skype. Because that way, there's no bad will afterwards. And also, mm. you appear to be heading towards some kind of episode, let's say. So this is the time when you probably need the treatment. That's what I'm thinking. I yeah. need to insure my... I'm, effectively, I need to insure my mind. Yeah, you need to you need to pay the full premium. I'm going to call up get- my fucking home insurers and go, Hello, yeah, <laughs> Sam Delaney here. No, no, my policies, my house policies not up for renewal. That's all fine. Listen, I want to inquire about insuring my mind. It's a very powerful thing. Yeah, I want to insure it for a million pounds. It's my right? tool of the trade. It's like it's, the tool it's, like, of when, it's, it's like when Linda Lusardi insured her legs for a million quid. <laughs> like and that. Sam Fox insured her tits. That's like me, but with my brain. But listen, I've got reasons to believe it may be heading for trouble. <laughs> I want to get it nice and insured now. Best policy you got. Don't fucking Fire tell them that. Third party fire and theft if you catch me drift. Oh, yeah, I won't tell them. I'll go, oh, no, no, Jesus. there's no problem at all with it. I'm oh, just, great. you know, being belt and braces about it. But while <laughs> no, you're it's on... Fucking, it's never been better. I'm not worried about out. While you're on, though, get your uh, get your home insurance premium knocked down because no one's going to get burgled, are they? I'm in all the time. I'm not going to get burgled. Yeah, Cutting and the money that I've saved, money that I've saved, I'll switch that into my brain insurance. Lock it all my brain, eh? Yeah, <laughs> and as for the car, I'm not using that. I'll drive it in the front garden, stick it on bricks, and you can use that money for another part of my brain. <laughs> the thinking part. <laughs> my thinking, thinking brain. No, yeah. you're onto something, I think. But um, no, I would pay the full whack for the. Right, uh, I'm going to do it. Test. He cheers me up anyway. He's a nice guy, and um, yeah, he cheers me up. So I think I'll, I think I'll speak to him. I know it's not the same as being in the room with them, but, you know. And and also, well, you know, the other thing about it is, like, I bought a new tracksuit yesterday, right? Mm. And I thought, mm, should I be doing this? Obviously, you know, earning less. But having said that, what are you spending money on? I mean, not I'm nothing. wearing the same tracksuit from <clears throat> Uniqlo all the time. I'm wearing it, washing it, wearing yeah. it, washing it. I just bought an identical, well, not identical, the same model, but in a different colour, mm. right? It was only about 50 quid. And I'm thinking, you're not spending any money. No, exactly. Nothing. Not really. I've I've used a quarter of a tank of petrol in about the last four weeks because I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. I'm going between... Yeah, the overheads and, are shrinking, aren't they? Here in the supermarket and the kid's mother's house and that's it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm spending yeah, loads so of it. extra money on other stuff, like books yeah, and things. Yeah, 
Well, you should have a go on this shrink. I mean, I know you're not mad, but just do it out of curiosity. Yeah, I might do, yeah. It might turn out I am mad. Yeah, exactly. You know, get, yourself, get, get yourself a check over. Yeah. Just give it's, it a once over, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's just a quick check-up. Go on, do it. Go well, on, go. I, I'm all right. Do I know, what you do. I know I'm fine. I'm from the north. I'm mentally robust. <laughs> nothing, there's nothing going on up here. Trust me. Don't worry about that. I've not to worry up here. Any 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 underlying problems I've had up there, I've clamped them all right down. Suppressed them. They're all right them. down. It's me gut you want to be looking in. I keep a lot of my worries in my guts these days. That's the northern way. Have you got anything for ulcers? <laughs> We were, um, um, you were going to uh, introduce something, an email that I hadn't read. Yeah, let me just find it. Uh, we were talking last week at some stage or another um, about a about um, the Sports Cunt of the Year Awards. Yes. Which were something that we used to enjoy watching in the 80s. It was like Sports Personality of the Year, but it was mm. more interesting because they did a, a, a gala cer- a glittering gala ceremony mm. to reward the biggest cunt in sport for that year. It was presented by David Coleman. And uh, a cunter listener called Philip Bedson has been in touch and (laughs) is is something of an archivist. And so he's actually produced for us a a whole record. And and it's not on telly so much anymore. I think it might be like on one of the more obscure sports channels like Eurosport or something like that. Right, yeah. Because it used to be on the BBC, didn't it? And uh, it's still going. So he's got done us the full list of winners of Sports Cunt of the Year from 1978 right through to this year. So Whoa, I'll quickly go really? through them for you if you want. Fuck yeah, me. you're like I'll, I'll go quick. I'll go quick, but stop okay. me if there's any that you you want to discuss. And thank you very much, Philip Bedson, for doing this. So he's got he's done an actual like spreadsheet. All right, 1978 to 1982, four years on the trot. Vic Guthrie. Ah, he's got he's yeah. got the winner and then he's got the reason. Right. So he's got year, winner, reason. So year seventy eight to eighty two, winner, Vic Guthrie, mm. reason, knobhead. Nineteen eighty three. Luis Ristro. Luis Risto Who? took the padding out of his boxing gloves. Oh yeah. Eighty four and eighty five. John McEnroe. Reason yeah. Yeah. peak cuntsmanship. <laughs> eighty six and eighty seven. Diego Maradona. Yeah. Godlike cuntsmanship. Yeah. 1988, Ben Johnson. Yeah. Drugs cunt. He's just written drugs cunt. <laughs> 1989, Willie John McBride. Reason led the tour to apartheid South Africa. Right. 1990, John McEnroe again. Wow. Returns. Oh, come back. Thought. Reason. Still be around. Aust- Australian open outburst. Right. Jalapeño. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Jalapeño. 1991, Mike Tyson, rape charge. By the way, I'm reading Mike Tyson's autobiography at the moment. Fucking bananas, as you'd imagine. <laughs> okay. 19, 1992, Basil Bowley. Reason, headbutted Stuart Pearce at Euro 92. He I've did. forgotten about that. Yeah. But I do remember Basil Bowley being a cunt. 
other fish to fry in 92, though, didn't oh, you? Oh, 92, I had enough going on in my fucking not. No wonder I'm still paying for a shrink now. <laughs> I should get fucking Ollie to pay for it. You fucking should, yeah. Get his fucking dad. <laughs> his dad's a fucking millionaire, isn't he? Off the telly. <laughs> <laughs> Tapping some of that pyramid game money. Right. Uh... 1993, remember this name, Bernard Tappy. Oh, yeah, Marseille Bribed. He was a real villain of the, the day, wasn't he? Yeah. Bribed people for Marseille to win stuff. 1994, oh, here's the big one. Okay. OJ Simpson, uh, double murder trial and car chase. He's written under reason. Car chase is included in that, isn't it? <laughs> car a chase. Li- a little side you know salad. to do? This would be really good fun. Get the the car chase footage of OJ yeah. Simpson. And you know, like when you watch the brilliant OJ Simpson documentary that we've watched before, they play the actual yeah. real life, real time police commentary mm. when they're going, okay, so, so, and you hear, I think you hear phone calls as well between OJ mm. and someone saying right, what yeah. he's going to do. I think we should get that and dub that over in the style of Sir John Fanny Powder. <laughs> <laughs> No, ah, no, I'm fucking. Ah, no, fuck this, I'm going. No, you can't <laughs> convince me. It's a joint funny powder slow speed car chase. Tell them to back off. <laughs> but the exact words that OJ says. Oh, yeah, maybe yeah. we'll just do that. But in yeah. the start, just John yeah, we'll, that would we'll be something that. to pass the time. time. We'll call that, our man Simon, the video maker. Yeah, that, um, that series, that documentary series is on iPlayer for the next 12 months, apparently. Well worth fucking watching. Fucking hell. I, I, I'm almost thinking of watching it again. Yeah. Although, at the moment, I'm on to the 1974 story of the World Cup, which Oh, that's the one with the, the fellow with a big cigar. Watch out for that. Yes. And the I tweeted an image last night of the policeman with the gigantic 1974 <laughs> mobile phone, <laughs> which is I took a screen grab of and shared on Twitter. And also... Everyone getting really pissed up. The good thing about the 1974 one is everyone in Germany is really pissed up and they have loads of footage. So on mm. the night that they win the final, a camera just hangs. It's like reality shows where they just filmed people being pissed in bars mm. and clubs came many years later on MTV, didn't they? Like Geordie L- Shore, etc. Lots of them set in Newcastle, I was going to say. Have you seen the recent yeah. trailer for Geordie Shore? They're all, no. having, they're all having kids now. Are they? Fucking it's shit. Yeah. Um, but... In this one, it was like they invented it years before MTV cottoned on because they just go out to these bars and these German people are pissed off their nut. But you get really into it because they're having such a lovely time. They're Mm. not being like aggressive or nasty, but they are really paralytic. They're taking their trousers off. They're fucking (laughs) jumping into fountains. They're like literally, it couldn't be more cliche. They're eating loads of sausages, like just cramming sausages into their mouth, pouring beer all over themselves. But before the game, they show some guy just serving up beer. He can't go fast enough. He's he's serving everyone low and brows. And, um, but it's out of it pans back and he's pouring them super fast. Like he's got great technique. It pans back and you realise different times because it looks I said it looks just like now they've got plastic cups with low and brow branding on. And you think, wow, that's quite sophisticated for nineteen seventy four. And when it pans back, he is serving it outside the Bayern Munich Stadium on the day of the final to all these thirsty drinkers out of a big old fashioned wooden barrel, like the one you'd see in Dog Tank and the Three Musker House. <laughs> right? Outside the stadium. Like imagine yeah. what it's like getting beers now. And he's just got a little trestle table and he's kind of, he looks remarkably like a German version of Dave the Barman from Minder. He's got a big sort of comb over Bobby mm. Charlton. 
and he's just pouring them from this big wooden barrel. Uh, so it's the little details like that in those films that are really you, capture your imagination, aren't they? Are you saying that he wasn't FIFA's official alcohol partner? Of the I tournament? don't know. It's hard to tell. <laughs> I like to think that he was. It's got great lines as well. Last night the line was, Johan Cruyff, as lonely as a mountain wind, realises <laughs> his World Cup dream is never to come to fruition. As lonely as a mountain wind. Isn't that lovely? Sort of. <laughs> Mind you, I never really thought of it. Never really thought of it as a as a of a mountain wind being lonely, but I suppose no. it would be. Mm, I'm all right up here, to be honest. I mean, yeah. I do me winding. Uh, yeah. There's not, you know, there's not not many other, but you'll get other winds coming in, blowing across on their way somewhere else. So yeah, it's not like I don't see any other winds. So, sometimes the Gulf Stream comes across. We have a stop and have a bit of a chat. I'm normally done sometimes. by eleven. I'm normally done by eleven in the morning. Just do a bit of winding. That's it. Then I settle down. Sometimes I come out at night. Um, sometimes the Mistral passes by on yeah. its way to, you know, Provence. And uh, he's a good lad. He's a good lad, actually. A lot of people think he's pretentious. That's just because he's French. He's actually, we get to know him, he's quite down to earth. <laughs> the best thing about being a mountain wind is the loneliness, the solitude. So I can be done by 11. There's no cunt checking up on me. You know, yeah. no boxes to tick, no timetable. I'm finished. I'll just keep me hand I mean, in. really... The only person you could really call me line manager, I suppose, is God. But trust me, he has got plenty of other fucking stuff on his hands without coming bothering. Re- I rarely see the cunt. Once, I mean, twice a year, he's he'll stick watching. his head in. He's, he's always watching. He's, he's always watching. Very rarely will he engage. He'll, he'll pop his head round once, twice a year, make sure the winding's going all right, and that'll yeah. be all I hear he's from a, the cunt. He's a very light-touch kind of boss. I like him. We're going well. <laughs> Good lad. Um... <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so there's that. But uh, but uh, O.J. Simpson is worth a, a rewatch, definitely. Yeah, definitely. But you've got a year because it's all right, player. It might take a year to get through it. But it is fantastic. Okay. Back to Sports Cunt of the Year. 1995, mm. Matthew Simmons, fan who Canton are battered. Ah. 1996, Graham Souness, planted Galatasaray flag <laughs> in opponent centre spot. <laughs> 1997, Fuzzy Zola, racial abuse to Tiger Woods. Right. 1988, Diego Simeone got Beckham sent off. Hmm. 1999, Glenn Hoddle, disabled people comments. Yeah. 2000, Marianne Jones, drug scandal. This is an 2001. This is so good. 2001, Mick Quinn didn't feed his horses. I don't know anything about this. And obviously, Mick Quinn is a colleague, and yeah, I would consider him a mate. And also, I wouldn't want to get on the wrong side of him. So, without him or his lawyers here to respond to that, I would like that dismissed from the slate. I don't yeah. know anything about him not feeding horses. I think there was a, a run-in with the jockey club. There was there, there was a transgression, let's say. But okay. uh, if it's on the list, it's on the list. 2002, Rivaldo pretended the ball hit him in the face <laughs> yes. to get opponents sent off. Yes. <laughs> Kobe Bryant, 2003, rate Ooh, charge. Yeah. 2004, Costas... Kenteris and Katrina Thanu ruined mm. their home Olympics by doping. Mm. 2005, Robert Heuser, German ref, fixed match. 2006, mm. Michael <laughs> Vick, reason, dog, dog fighting. fighting. of course, yeah. <laughs> Who's Michael Vick? He was an NFL player, I think. Well, and in his spare baseball. time, he got he arranged yeah. dog fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah pit bulls. <laughs> 2007, OJ Simpson again, oh. reason, did, did some robbing. 
I remember that. He came out of prison and did a rob, he, didn't he? He did. It was someone who was trying to sell him some memorabilia that originally belonged to OJ. And he went and he along decided to handed. just go and get it back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 2008, Joe Son, UFC murderer. Mm. 2009, Tiger Woods, too much shagging. 2010, <laughs> John Terry, affair with Bridges X. 2011, Sports Personality of the Year panel, reason, all male list. <laughs> 2012... Lance Armstrong, doping. I was wondering when he Two- turned up, yeah. <laughs> this is an awful one. 2013, Oscar Pistorius, reason, oh. shot wife. Oh, fuck. 2014. Shot wife while on stumps. T- t- Todd Kern. <laughs> I mean, I know it's well-worn territory, but sometimes you can forget about Oscar Pistorius and, and how funny his defence was. But he's yeah. just like, well, I mean... I woke up in the night and I heard noises and I thought, this ain't right. So I went, I went to the bathroom. I heard noises inside. So I thought, I don't know who the fuck that is, but it's probably best I just get my shotgun and fire through the door. Because if not, if I start knocking and alerting them to the fact I'm here, we'll give them a chance to hide. So I'm just going to shoot through the door and hope for the best that it's not my wife. And I'm on my stump, so I can't run away. Well, not very fast anyway. I just yeah. hope for the best it's not my wife. I mean, of course, I could go back in the bedroom and check if she's in there or not, but that could waste valuable seconds. I just woke up. It was all a bit hazy. Terrible business. Uh, t- anyway. 2014, Todd Carney, rugby league, got sacked because of a photo of him pissing into his own mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you can't sack someone for that. Listen, if There's that no, is a legitimate sacking reason, then we'd all be sacked. It's a victimless crime, surely. He's yeah, the only victim. exactly. You can't sack someone for pissing into their own mouth. and think you should reward them. I've heard you well, pissed into your own mouth. Well done. There'll be a little something extra in your pay packet this month. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't make a habit of it. <laughs> 2015, this is a good one. Got his dad, uh, Nigel Pearson's son, <laughs> got his dad sacked. He was that big of a cunt. That's funny. Nigel Pearson's son. 2016, Ryan Locked pretended to get robbed at the Olympics. Yeah. 2017, Lance Nasser. Reason, gymnastics pedo, says here. 2018, Sergio Ramos dislocated Salah's arm. 2019, Margaret Court, homophobic talk. Right. And 2020, the Italian guy who ate the bat in Wuhan. Reason, Ate the bat and killed sport killed for a while. Sport. So he did. Yeah. And do you know what the best bit about this list from mm. the marvellous um shot into the top five top cunters chart, Philip Bedson. Not only yeah. has he painstakingly done this spreadsheet, do you know how he signs this email off at the end what? of the grid? What? By the way, I have an ice cube in my mouth. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good man. Oh, when one of us goes on holiday, we'll just get him on to stand in. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> I good. have an ice cube in my <laughs> Excellent stuff. Well done, Philip. We appreciate that. That is a very year, strong the email. Who, the, the rugby fella who had the blood capsule and bit, bit down on that. What year was that? Who was he oh, against? Yeah. Remember that? That was pretty cunty. That's fucking funny. But I'm not, I'm not picking, you know, splitting hairs or anything like that or... Disputing his list because it's a fucking excellent list. Well done. Give the man a medal. 
Um, Did I say that guy's name was? Because I've just had an email from another Philip here. uh, But I think it's a different one. Philip Madden. Philip Madden has just emailed just now, live. This is breaking news. Are you ready for this? Uh, Go for it. Hello, lads. I used to work in the kitchens of a chain high street pubs Mm -hmm. owned by a cunt. I think we know who he's referring to. I think One day... One day, someone ordered a baked potato with no topping and chips instead of salad. Thought you'd like to know. Cheers, Phil. And he's attached a picture. And it, it, it look, it's I'm a very grim-looking meal. Yeah. <laughs> Just is so dry-looking. Is that the meal that he sent out, or has he recreated that at home? I don't know. I like to think that he, he, he took the picture of it at the time. Well, I can imagine being said that in pubs. If you order that, you couldn't really complain. No. Well, the, um, the, the, the serving of chips isn't that big. I'd want more chips, I think, for me money. But uh, we, we, I pre, I really appreciated the uh, feedback we had to our poll amongst the Patreon members about maybe introducing new content and different tiers. Yeah. yeah. And uh, after our particularly popular spudgy like episode last Friday, mm-hmm. we had a lot of good feedback, and someone said if you are going to introduce tiers, because you and I've been giving a bit of thought, haven't we, to what we might call to different we tiers call it, if yeah. we were to do that. Mm. He said. I strongly suggest you make the tiers level one, butter, <laughs> level two, butter and cheese, level three, butter, cheese and beans, right? Yeah. And top level, Ooh. the full sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting Definitely. that on the list of possibles. Definitely I'm putting that, sorry, forgive that. me that I don't have the email in front of me, so I, I can't credit you by name. I apologise for that, but... Yeah. Uh, Get in touch and I'll and I'll thank you on Twitter. Yeah, and um, I can't remember what else. Oh, anyway, off the back of that, I, I did a in a moment of boredom uh, this morning. I did a poll. I did a family poll to my largest family group on on WhatsApp. Okay, what? How? What is your preferred way to consume potato? Top mm. three, mm-hmm. and the response I've had has been enormous right every nephew niece cousin uh sister-in-law brother-in-law mm-hmm. or everyone my mum everyone my dad's yet to respond uh i went crisps chips mash yeah um lots of people gone for that roasties hash browns surprisingly popular my brother theo who is the most pretentious family in that uh, person in the family right wrote this everyone's just written back potato chips crisp whatever this is what he's written i fucking knew it as well that it does he's not written just a list this is what he's written in 2002 i went to a newly opened restaurant in seven dials brighton it was trad french the potato dauphinoir i ate that day was the best i've ever had i knew it i knew he's gonna drop dauphinoir (laughs) indeed it was probably the best potato dish i have ever savored so that would be number one but Dauphinois per se doesn't make my top three. One chips, two roasties, three buttered Jersey Royals. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, that is good. That is quite that nice. Is good. Or, or that is good. Or Jersey Royals with a bit of mint sauce on as well. Yeah. Mm. What about you, mate? Royal. What? What's your top three? Well, it's got to be chips top. Um, mm. um, I would probably have Jersey Royals in the top three, second or third, but you can't ignore crisps. Can't ignore crisps, that's your top can you? Three. Yeah, that's my top three. So mash, no place for mash. Then. No, I'm not asked about mash. I'd rather have roast potatoes oh, yeah. than mash. So they'd be fourth. Wow. 
Anyway, we might we do were, a poll we, online or something. We, Who knows? Yeah, if, you, if you're interested in this potato discussion, we, we did then start people, some of the younger people in my family started suggesting some of the modern potato styles you get, like right. the ones that are faces. Yeah, my sister, who faces. lives in New York, suggested tater tots, something that featured quite heavily <laughs> in our live show. It did, yeah. But something which I personally have never tried, but I did talk Yet. about in the style of Jeff Capes yeah. regularly. But she swears by them now. She lives in New York, right? Um, And I sent a link through to an advert from the 1980s for a product called Ketchips. Yes, I remember these. Which were chips with ketchup pre-inserted into the middle Mm. of them, which, as far as I could tell, were designed exclusively for people who were too lazy to dip their chip into the ketchup. Because... That expends unnecessary time and energy that you could be eating a chip. So it's like, fuck that, all that dipping. I oh, can't be fucking asked with it. They've done a focus group. We're looking for new ways to develop the chip. What aren't you getting from your modern chip that you feel as if could improve it? Well, one thing I don't like is the bother of pouring the ketchup out onto the plate and then picking the chip up and dipping it in. It's a fucking pain in the arse. It it's hurts not, me it's arm. It's not equal. It time. Some chips have got more sauce on than others. I want equality. Yeah. I want it's regularity, fucking, uniformity. It's it's probably the main annoyance in my life, right? So if you can fix a chip... I, ca- I can't see why they can't make chips like jam donuts. <laughs> you, can in, you can inject the fucking jam into a donut, right? So you don't have to dip the donut <clears throat> into jam. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, if you've got any more potato um, options you want to tell us about, get in touch. Chat. Potato chat, because, you know, we're not going anywhere. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow, so we might cover some of that then. What yeah. do you reckon? Yeah, I bet there'll, there'll be a deluge for us to deal with yeah. now tomorrow, I'm sure. All right, that's it for this one. Thanks very much. TTFN. Fuck off. See you, dickheads. Love you. Bye. <laughs>